Josh and Crystal. Johnny. It's a pretty good intro. It's a good intro. Somebody I should just use was that feeling, professionally. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, our regular listeners, if there is any out there anymore, they will. Uh, <laughs> there used to could be. They'll they'll uh, miss the old intro. It's coming back. Yeah. Just thought we'd start with something. We're back <clears> from <throat> summer break. We're this back is... from summer break, but it feels like summer in your office in in the studio. So. Summer. Oh, yeah, because it's hot. Yeah, it's yeah. sweaty in your studio. Sweaty. <laughs> um, it's hot up in her. It is hot. It's very but hot. That's all right for the people, for the fans, if there are any. Well, and here's the deal. We got some new uh, microphones set up here. So hopefully the audio is a little better. But it is so hot that we have our window open here in my office. And uh, you're going to so hear the sounds gonna... <laughs> of five points. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear the sounds of five it's points. It's a terrible intersection, and everybody honks at each other. That's right. That's right. They are putting a, we've talked about this before, I think, but they're putting a roundabout in there. That's right. And there are a lot of people upset in Grand Island, Nebraska. Just, you know you don't have much going on if that's the thing that's got you upset. Yeah. Right? It's Not a lot happening in the town. It's going to be so much better. To frustrate. Yeah, of course it so is. Better. Yeah. yeah. Well, people, we've established people in the Midwest don't know how to use a traffic circle, but it still will be better. I yeah. sat at this light for, I don't know, 12 minutes today just waiting to go through. It is. It's a bad light. It is. Bad light. Um, Look forward to the I, traffic I bet since we've recorded last, I've had no fewer than five almost accidents at uh, at roundabouts. But the one by the high V here, the grocery store. It's a ba- It's a good one. It needed to be there. People, People don't know. know. They don't know. They don't know how to use it. It's crazy to me. Yeah. Crazy to me. Um, yeah. Just they'll sit and wait. and. I was coming in hot to a traffic circle in another town, and I saw – another vehicle in the traffic circle. So I just did a little tappy tap on the brakes so that tappy, I would just a little tap tap a room <laughs> so that I would end up behind them in the circle. Just like yeah. without having to really slam on the brakes or anything. Well, she freaked out. She thought I was coming right at her. Oh my so God. she stopped, right? She yeah. thought I was going to hit her. So she stopped so that I would hit her oh <laughs> if I kept gosh. going. So I stopped and she's like yelling at me, even though her car windows are up. And I'm outside the traffic circle. She stopped inside the traffic circle, and she she's yelling at me. I can't hear what she's saying. Yeah. And I just give her a little wave, like, please just drive. Just You just go. Go ahead, lady. I don't get it. What's it's weird. It's, it's weird that it cannot be understood. Yeah. My it's wife, a conundrum. My wife on her page was saying something about how she was excited about it or something. And she got kind of lit up by someone that she knows. It was kind of like, no. <laughs> So and they are dumb. spending too much. They are spending like a crazy millions and millions of dollars on a roundabout, which should not be that much. That's, but, but that's road construction. That's just pumped full of yeah. all kinds of extra money. Right. I'm sure there's a Midwest mafia. Yeah. And oh, they yeah. get paid off to do the construction, like yeah. just like anywhere else. Um, I feel like with this mic, we should be doing like an NPR style, like because it picks up all our breaths. Oh, yes. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the smooth style. The reason I haven't so. been here for six weeks is because I was recovering. From Hot Wings, from the Hot Ones Challenge. <laughs> was that the last one we did? I think so. Oh, boy. Yeah. I still have some extra sauce packets. Don't want ones. it. Yeah. No. We need to figure out thank you. What to do. With, have you seen? I'd do it for money. Oh, would you? 
Yeah. What about this? So Sonic has two new. Maybe you know what I'm saying, but I don't. Sonic has two new and entrees. Okay. One is a dill burger. It is a pickle burger. That's gross. And one is a pickle slush. Why? Don't know, but gross. Be interesting to see you try those. I you have a wastebasket nearby because I will vomit. Yeah. Pickles, no bueno. Not for this guy. That's oh, the man. worst thing. I think I'd rather do the hot ones challenge again than eat pickles. Really? Ooh. Yeah. That's how much I hate pickles. So shortly after, um, you know, we both traveled a little bit this summer. Shortly after our last podcast episode, I thought, and maybe maybe we talked about it, I don't even know, but I thought it'd be a good idea to rent my family a teepee <laughs> for two nights. Not one night. It we seemed... When we talked about it, I was excited for you. Yeah, it's I'm a, like, man, like the boys fun. are going to love it. It's going to you're outside. You're going to have, yeah, the Native American TP experience. It started off as a disaster from the get go before we left our house. Like we were fighting, everyone was arguing. We were packing. It was we wanted to hit the road and get there and explore. And it was like two o'clock. We're still home, still packing the car, right. trying to get everything in, trying to do the overhead <laughs> compartment. We we look like is it the Clamperts or what are they on uh, Beverly Hillbillies? Clampets. Clampets. We yeah. look like that. Like we had stuff on top, stuff behind, stuff in the car. Like we were, it was crazy. And we were going to stay in a teepee. So we drive. We finally get there. I think it was two like, hours away, right? Yeah, like, two hours away. Did near you Omaha. Need all that stuff? And we get there and. All of a sudden, a storm is rolling up, and it's supposed to storm. So we're like, you know, we should but be. But it was hot, too, wasn't it? It was 107 <laughs> degrees that day. We pull Perfect up. Perfect day to sleep in a Oh, teepee. my gosh. We pull up, and uh, so we're thinking, you know, you're going to pull up to the teepee just like you would a cabin or something. Yeah. So we pull up, and it's 107 degrees, and we have, like, a lot of stuff to carry to the teepee. Yeah. It is a, probably a quarter-mile walk through the through uh, this big field and then down to the woods. Yeah. And so we carry everything out there. And that's when we find out, oh, there's a storm. It's about dinner time. We're like, there's a storm coming. <laughs> so five kids. I By the time we get everything set up, and it does start to, a little before dinner, it starts to rain. And then they had given us instructions for if it rains, you can close up the top of the teepee. Did not have the things you needed to close up the top of the TV <laughs> attached to the TP, and they the office was closed at that point. Oh, perfect. So that's the way it should go. And I had gone in earlier in the day about whenever we got there and saw the TP. I had actually gone in and asked about a cabin because I knew there might be a storm coming, yeah. but it was like forty yeah. percent odds. So anyway, so we're sitting in this TP before dinner, just kind of waiting out, just a light sprinkle, and we're getting wet with a light sprinkle. Yeah, and we're like, it's supposed to downpour tonight, possibly. Well, then at about 8 o'clock, I'm actually cooking dinner. And um, I'm cooking, and the storm is like 99%. So it's not only 107, now it's humid because the storm's coming in? And we had had bad storms the weekend before, like a few days before that, where it was like tornadoes touching down. Yeah, we had some tornado warnings, right? Yeah, so it was was that kind of weather. Yeah. So I don't want to be out here with a teepee with my five kids with that kind of storm. What corner of a teepee is the safe corner in a tornado? (laughs) I don't know, man, but it was, we were like sitting ducks out there. Yeah. And uh, so I, I pulled Susan aside. I'm like, oh, do we want to, do? should we just, can we just go get a hotel? We didn't really have the budget for a hotel. We were all, you were on a TP budget. We were on a TP budget. It was <laughs> like $15 a night. Right. Which they never did refund me. Uh, um, so, <laughs> 
so we go and finally i'm like screw this we're going we're gonna but here's the problem if we leave we have to pack up all our stuff and we have to then go fit it back into the car yeah so we decide you know what this is a state park we're gonna keep some stuff here in the tp like our bedding and all that oh really we're gonna take our luggage with us so it's still like two or three chip trips out right. of this you know walking back to the car shoving in the car we got to the hotel at 10 30 that night oh man it was about a half hour away and we were exhausted we all went to bed i don't know that the storm ever hit because it was kind of dry when we oh it must have rained at some point though because we did come in so the next morning we get back we hope that our stuff's still in the tp because all our bedding my new grill was out that like it was just we had stuff in there yeah you just broke camp and the middle of the tp i had put a couple things just to see is it would it get wet tonight it was soaked so we would have been all just so and there was you know water all the way around the tp but you ended up in a room with air conditioning we did, and it was way better. That's a significant requirement for me. And there were no bugs, and and then the next night, because we had it for two nights, and I just told Susan, I'm done. I'm done with this kind of vacation, and I'm sorry if we're going to miss out on the experience, but we'll explore the park today, and we're going to an, another hotel tonight, and we did. And it, yeah. was, it ended up being nice. We hit the zoo and all that, but oh my gosh, that Tuesday, Tuesday, July 5th of this year, yeah, was like the worst day of my year by far yeah. hot carrying stuff it was so hot that week oh it was ugh. how nice was it beginning of this week it's like 67 degrees Rainy was the high oh yeah. that was so good yesterday yeah yesterday was amazing yeah <clears throat> now it's hot again we're old talking about the weather on our podcast we're old weather and food restaurants yeah. pickles yep. um i had a terrible hotel experience oh while we were on break where did you go You've been a couple places. I've been right? a couple places. So the the first I knew I was going to be in motels on the motorcycle trip. Yeah. So oh, I yeah. I had been trying to convince a guy to go on the trip who went last year, and he said he wasn't going. He's was actually trying to sell his bike, <laughs> and I just was I was steady after him. I really enjoy this guy, his company. He's just a super cool guy, and uh, I was sad that he wasn't coming. So I just was kind of every few days, every yeah. week, just hitting him up, and it was no, 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 no. I hit him two days before the trip like yeah. my final attempt and it was still a hard no and that next morning so we were leaving on a tuesday i hit him hard on sunday it was a no monday morning he called me and said i'm coming on the trip whoa but what that meant was they had already canceled that room and so and everything was booked so we couldn't get another room yeah and so i had told him if you come on this trip you can have my bed in the motel and i'll sleep on the floor how many nights is that it was Tuesday to Sunday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Five nights on the floor. So I couldn't do it. So and he tried to he tried to jump on the floor and I'm I'm significantly younger than the rest of the crowd. Yeah. Here's the deal. Here's what happens. If you roll with guys that ride Harleys, they're generally older guys. True. Because those are the guys that can afford a Harley. That's true. Right? And I'm on a borrowed Harley. Yeah. I'm driving your dad's bike. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I he's coming on the trip. I'm going to honor my word. I'll sleep on the floor. And so I did. And, and he tried a couple times to say, hey, I'll, I'll take the floor tonight. But I don't feel terrible about that. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't let him. And in fact, the last night, he's like, I got I got the floor. I told him no. And he said, don't make me hurt you. And he is a little bit smaller than me. Yeah. By a lot. And <laughs> so <laughs> so I kind of laughed at him. And, he's pretty uh, <laughs> ripped, though. I think he could. He's a tough guy. But I think yeah. I maybe he holds his own for a little bit. Yeah. 
Right. But anyway. You might know Kung Fu. You yeah. never know. Yeah. He's like a guy that would know Kung Fu, actually. Well, he's military. Yeah. Right? He's former military. But I felt pretty confident. So. I'd, put, I'd bet on you, but I'd also put a little side bet on him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be double dipping on the bet. Bets. Bet the under. Take the under. <laughs> <laughs> like the Kentucky Derby. That yeah. guy won 80 to 1 odds, right? I should have put a couple bucks on that one. I don't know. I don't follow up. <clears throat> I don't either, but that was crazy. So anyway, um, so I had the floor for five nights. And that was, I knew it. I anticipated it, it was going to be fine. But then shortly after that, we were taking my son, Zeke, to uh, soccer camp yeah. at Marquette University. He was invited to participate. And so I wanted to book like a nicer hotel. He wanted a weight room for the first night, a pool. <laughs> And a hot tub. I can't imagine wanting a weight room for a hotel. Yeah, that's what he wanted. He's so I found one that had all that. I was spending a little more than yeah. what I had originally anticipated. You're but treating it, yourself. And it was the Country Inn and Suites, which They're I had nice. stayed in before. Yep. Nice, good breakfast. This place was garbage. Oh, I hate that one. It's a good brand. You know it. It's a good brand. Of course, I've been fooled by photos of oh, hotels before, yeah. but it was the brand. I had been there. I'd had that experience. So now I think I just got to go Hilton. Yeah, so, you can't go wrong with Hilton. Right. So we did country and suites for several nights, and then we st- stayed at a. It ain't the Hilton. It was late, coming back the last night coming back. So we were trying to find just a, a motel on the road, and I found a Motel Six that looked all right. And the first room we went into, I'm like, it's kind of hot in here, and I pulled the filter out of the air conditioner, and it was, it was frozen. Oh. Uh. So I went to the lady at the at the desk, and the, I said, hey, the the AC uh, condenser's frozen. So we need a different room. And she's like, I don't understand. <laughs> I said, the condenser's frozen. Like, there's actual frost on it. So it's not blowing cold air. Mm-hmm. So we just need a different room. And she said, it's summer. How can it be frozen? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I said, I can show you. Or you can just, you know, it, it frosted up. Like, there's frost on it. It's not I working. Right. <laughs> like, you're, oh, wow. And so I just so we went to we went to another room. Air, AC was on. It was pumping. It was cool. And Motel Six kind of upgraded their brand. It's still a motel, and it's like no frills, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but there's no carpet, right? Yeah. It's like the luxury vinyl tile stuff. Luxury vinyl. Well, that's what they yeah. call it. It's it's vinyl tile. Yeah. And uh, like your floor. Yeah. Here. This is luxury. It's luxury vinyl tile. And you know it it's kind of clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Motel Six. But as, and I was exhausted, man. It was late, and Zeke was uh, making his bed or something. Or Honey's like, let's check for bed bugs. And I'm like, how do you do that? And the, I don't know. Are they big and enough to see? I have no idea. Huh, I don't either. And, uh, and so they see a centipede in his bed. No. And so they both freak out, and Zeke's, and Honey's like, we got to change hotels. We got to leave. And I'm like, I have no energy for that. And Zeke's like, I can't sleep in that bed. You didn't see this bug, it was giant and it had 100 legs. I said, fine, you sleep with your mother, and I'll sleep in that bed. And Honey was like, you're just going to get, and like, I just got in the sheets, like, I didn't care. I got in the yeah. sheets, and uh, same blanket, same sheets, went to sleep. And she's like, how are you doing that? And I'm like, I am so Yes, eventually tired. you hit a, nothing matters. You hit a limit. And I said to her, I said, look, I, I've heard that you eat seven spiders a year in your sleep. Like, this centipede's going to be no different. Once yeah. I'm asleep, I don't care about it. Yeah. And so she kept, she would look over at me, and they, like, bundled up. They, like... Went like full Eskimo, like <laughs> so that no bugs would get on them, because I guess I guess it looked gross, right? And I and she's like, I, I don't know how you can do that. I said it's just exhaustion. Like you just find a spot. Yeah. You know? Well, have you ever had? I mean, I've told you a story about our the spider that landed on me in the middle of the night, right? I don't think so. Middle of the night, 
I'm laying there. Um, it was probably like six years ago or so. I'm laying there and I'm I'm fast asleep. A spider lands on me and starts crawling up me, and it wait. It's enough. It's a big enough spider that that wakes me up. Like it landed on your where, what part of your body? Uh, I think my leg, and then it went up to here, <laughs> and I felt it like it like up on your chest. Up, and I instinctively went like this, yeah, and grabbed it, and I just threw it. Yeah, it lands on Susan. It's <laughs> a big enough spider that it wakes her up instantly, and she wakes up and. Does that with the pillows, <laughs> knocks it off of her, and we never found it. We don't I love know how that, big it was. It was in the middle of the I love night. that you grabbed the spider off yourself and threw it on your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw it. I didn't know where I – I'm just surprised I threw it. And before – like, it was all instinct because yeah. it was like – I mean, it happened within three seconds, all that. And uh, we never did find it. So I don't know how big it was, but it was big enough that it woke me up walking on me. I mean – We did a mission trip when I was a youth pastor. And we were doing a little construction project in the Adirondack Mountains. And this spider came out of the ceiling. It was a big one, too. And I had two hammers. And I was like, I'm going to kill this spider. And I just went like, pop the two hammers together. And I got spider guts straight Uh. lined on my face. (laughs) Like, a lot. Like, it was a juicy, juicy spider. I started playing. The kids got this game called uh, Kill It With Fire. Yeah. For our switch. And it's all about killing spiders. You yeah. go around, you get a thing of hairspray and a lighter, and you're like lighting it on fire, and it'll have babies, and it's a little creepy. But You uh, got to tell your kids not to do that in real life, though, right? Oh, well, Cause unless that, it's big enough. The, well, the flame goes back into the can of hairspray and blows up. Oh. So you got to do it in bursts. Then maybe just teach them that. Just do bursts. Don't hold the say, flame. I mean, we did that as a kid. I did it all the time. But yeah. I watched a kid have to throw a can because he really? watched the flame go in the tip, and he had to get rid of it and blow oh, up. Oh, I didn't. Never saw that. Your wife was Robbie Baranowski. Oh, uh, how that name came back to me? Well, he sounds Polish, so obviously we wonder screw what, that up. I wonder what uh, what's up with Robbie Baranowski today. Probably an arsonist. Maybe if I had to take my guess. Yeah. Your, your wife should have been an arsonist. I remember her. So she would like write her name with flammable liquids and stuff. At our so our uh, past, we would go to a pastor's conference every year. <laughs> With my parents, they were in the, a mission, and so uh, there was a bunch, I mean, 300 pastors and their wives and families would get together every year, and your wife would go on this big brick wall at night and write her name in hairspray and light it on fire at a pastor's conference. And then, and she's definitely the only one there named Honey. <laughs> That's true. I never thought about so that. So she scorches her name into the side of a building, and you think, I wonder who did that. She was always around. Causing mischief at those, uh, I mean, pastor's kids are notoriously the worst. Yeah. I like that about her. Yeah. She was crazy. Well, (laughs) she still is crazy. I'm sure I've told the story about that. But it's a good kind of crazy. It's an endearing crazy. There was an elder at our church growing up. I'm not going to say his name, but he was a real jerk to my dad. And I'm, I bet I'm seven years old at this point, which put her, put her like 12 or it's probably around there. Yeah. And we knew. Because we could, we could hear their meetings sometimes. Like, we knew that this guy was being a jerk. Yeah. He was causing our dad a lot of problems, and he lived near us, not too far. So we rode our bikes to his house one time, and we just rode. This is probably really bad, but remember, we were little, and we were past kids. We rode around. Statue of limitations has passed. That's right. <laughs> it was over 30 years ago. Yeah. And uh, we rode around in circles in front of his house with our middle fingers in the <laughs> <laughs> Daisy, if you're listening. Did he see no it? No ideas. Oh, he had to. I don't know. 
Heck, I don't know if it ever got, never got in trouble for it. We were also uh, doing a po- yelling a poem that I won't repeat on air, but it wasn't <laughs> very good either. So, uh, sorry, standing up for your dad. Yeah. yeah, I like your style. It was a. Uh, we'll have to ask Connie if she wants me to cut that out. But <laughs> it's been. A She's long good time. with yeah. it. Yeah, thirty plus years ago. If I detailed what I was doing this day thirty years ago. You'd be horrified. <laughs> your wife. <laughs> now that we're telling stories about your wife, hope she didn't care about this one. But this episode's in, all about you, wifey. In middle school, do you know what she would do in middle school at the end of the day? Every day? Or? In, I don't know if it's every day, but what like a regularly during middle school. So she's in middle school, not you. Middle yeah, she's in middle school, okay. probably seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. And um the locker room had like it was like in the middle of this section so you had lockers you had lockers in the middle and then like a hall on each side of the lockers yeah and her and this kid josh they would go on each side of one would be on each side of the lockers all the kids all the kids are at their lockers yeah at the end of the day they're all getting their homework stuff, right. and honey would yell honeymoon and they would both moon all the students <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. she did that regularly in middle school that's yeah. perfect. I don't know how regular it was, but yeah. It definitely more than happens. once. Yeah, more than once for sure. Yeah, I wonder if she ever got in trouble for it. Like, that's a funny story too, right? Well, the like funniest. Having the conversation with the school administrator, like, why is your butt yeah. out three well, times a week? And we had teachers and principals that, like, went to our church and knew our dad. Yeah. No, yeah. And she still does it. She's still, yeah, she's still crazy. Um, I like it. Yeah. So, so uh, this motorcycle trip I went on was just phenomenal. I'm so we jealous. Did, uh, yeah, you should have, man, we should have figured out the sidecar or something. I just, we should just go back. I want to go. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank my family. It was crazy. So, obviously, Yellowstone was awesome. Um, Chief Joseph Highway was a great ride on a motorcycle. We went up to this uh, thing called Beartooth Pass, which is over a mountain, and it was closed at the summit. Mm-hmm. And we had to kind of ride through some, like, road construction. So, here's something I learned about myself that uh, I'm quick to pull the ripcord. I'll be like, not worth it. Yeah. Like if it's a you line. Are that way. Yep. If it's a if it's a long line or yep. whatever, something frustrates me, I'll just pull the I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm going to I'm that I'm way too. I'll do that too. And so we're driving it's like we're trying to get up to this this uh summit and there had been like in Yellowstone there had been floods and a lot of rain in the beginning yeah. of June and And fires like, too, right? Or something. Yeah, roads had been washed out. So there was a lot of construction and so you have to ride through the gravelly part of the construction on a motorcycle, yeah. it's uncomfortable because you don't, it, you're just kind of wobbling all oh, over I'd the place. Oh, I hate it, yeah. And so we're we're driving, th- like, and it's so slow. So on a bike, you got to go, like, at least 10 miles an hour, yeah. even on gravel, just to kind of maintain your balance. And so you're not pulling the clutch all the time and shifting. And, and so the cars in front of us are going too slow for bikes. And, and so your clutch and brake and feet down and feet up and wobbly and... So halfway through this gravel road, I'm thinking, this is retarded. This is dumb. We should have never done this. I'm thinking it. I'm not saying it to anybody. Yeah. But I'm just like, this is so stupid. It's not worth it. It's not going to be worth it once we get up there. So dumb. It was so worth it, man. We got to 11,000 feet. There's still snow on the ground. It's crazy. In July. Yeah. Uh, Like the wildlife, like mountain goats ran across the road one time. And it it was just, it, it went from... It went from like 96 degrees at the beginning of the ride yeah. to 56 degrees at the summit oh my gosh. with snow on the ground. So it was crazy. So that was an important lesson for me. Like sometimes I'm too quick to pull the ripcord. Just yeah. I got to be a little more patient because it'll pay off. 
Well, I had the opposite experience. So uh, your son had gotten us tickets to this, uh, like free tickets to this uh, circus. The that water was circus, right? The water circus. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, cool. We got, there was a big long line the night that we went. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, I can bypass the line. I got my tickets right here. Yeah. So I walk up to the, uh, into the circus tent. You get in, you start to smell the air. Yeah. And you go up to ticket people and they're like, oh, yeah, we can't do this. You got to go wait in line and get a seat. Like I have tickets right here. She goes, "No, these are just the tickets to, to get through, and then you gotta actually pick a seat." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta go wait in that whole line." So then immediately I'm like, "Pull the, I'm, I'm done." Yeah, let's go home. But they're free tickets. They're free tickets, and uh, I actually didn't know they were free. I actually thought I thought Zeke probably paid something for them. Uh, so that made me want like oh, I feel obligated to right, do this. Right. So we get in this line, and we're going through, and that's when I I start to look at the tickets, and I'm like. They're, they are trying to make us pay something. They're, it's not going to be Just free. the way it's worded on the, the way, ticket or yeah, what? Yeah, it's just, and everyone's, you know, everyone, no one's speaking English there. Not that I care about that, but it just seems like not everything's on the up and up. Yeah. Like they're trying to get some gringo money. <laughs> and so they're not going to let us in free. They're just not in the business of giving free circuses. And sure enough, so Susan's, my wife's kind of like, no, let's do it. And I'm like, I'm done. I was. She's like, all right, we'll go home then. I'm like. Well, I'm not going to just go. Yeah, I'm not going to bail. I'm not going to leave right. you with five kids. So I said, all right, well, Even I'll hold. Even though I really want to. Oh, I wanted to so bad. <laughs> I was trying to convince everyone. So then we get up. I said, well, why don't you go up and haggle uh, with, the, with the ticket lady? And sure enough, it was going to be like expensive for us to go even with free tickets because they didn't honor some of the it was free like tickets. kids are free but adults pay 50 bucks a yeah, piece or, or something. either or and yeah. then if you do the cheaper option which seems cheaper then you got to buy the more expensive it's it was a racket and so they were trying to even if you have free tickets that's how they get and you i out bet there. they were getting the people that were standing in line for an hour with their kids yeah. like they're not going to bail then exactly well yeah your kids have already seen it they're excited you're gonna right. pay the 80 bucks or whatever the heck Jeez. it's gonna be and i was not that dad and i said sorry kids we ain't doing this and yeah. uh so i did have the opposite experience where we should have pulled the cord we should have right backed out and uh okay so it doesn't always work out. it doesn't always work out sometimes you should pull the cord. but it happened several times on this trip where i'm like this is dumb and then it was totally worth it so that was good good lesson for me and it was it was nice and cool. We're riding in the mountain. I mean, a couple hot like parts of the day, but yeah. compared to the pre the previous year, we went south. We went to Arkansas, oh. and we had like 106 degree Don't humid days. Yeah, riding and like one guy almost bailed on the trip because he got he was like heat stroke, heat exhaustion. Yeah, and he was able to get cooled down, and we stuck with it. But there was there were some miserable parts. Even though the trip was awesome a year ago, yeah. there were like a couple hours of it that were kind of misery. This time it was just phenomenal. Yeah. It was so good. Glacier National Park. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, that's. I've known several people, and just in the past couple of years, I've known probably six or seven people and families that have gone up there, and the pictures that come back with their pictures don't even know. Jo- I took a bunch of pictures, and they're yeah. beautiful, but it does. It's not like standing there. Well, it's like you're in a painting. Is it really is. It's like it's. I told Honey, it's like driving in a painting. Yeah, we rode our motorcycles through there, and I didn't even know you told Honey about that. Yeah. but that's what I've heard. It's, it's like, just cr- and it's so enormous. It's. It was yeah. amazing. So yeah, I, and I do it again. I I want to like maybe rent a jeep or Ooh, yeah. you know, a convert something with a convertible so that you can have the the top down and, and people say it's the through. most beautiful place in the country. Like that's it, it's got to be. I've never seen anything like it. And yeah. I've been all over the country and seen some pretty amazing sights in this country yeah. and in other countries. And it is the most phenomenal place I've ever been. I want to move up there. It was unbelievable. I think I said to the guys. I said I think this place is so huge. 
I don't know that if you were on foot, you could explore all of this in your life. Oh, really? That it's big? so massive. Wow. It's unbelievable. Yeah. We were, <laughs> so there were seven of us, everybody on, well, six Harleys and, and one guy on a Goldwing, so he catches a lot of grief. But uh, we were, we stopped for lunch in Yellowstone. There's like one place to eat in yeah. the national park. And um, and we got our food and, and we're hanging out for a little bit and we're getting ready to get back on the bikes. And so all seven of us are kind of getting our gear stored where it needs to go and yeah. getting our stuff on. And this lady walks by and she's kind of a smaller lady. And as she walks by, I catch her eye and I'm just going to kind of give her a hello or whatever. Yeah. And she looks at me and stops and she goes, you know. I really wish you guys wouldn't ride through this park and make such a nuisance with, Are your, you kidding with me? your loud bikes and ruin it for everybody else. I but, wish you wouldn't open your yapper and <laughs> ruin my lunch. And she said, but I guess what can you do? And I thought, first I just said, well, thanks for sharing. And she walked away, and one of the other guys was like, what did that lady say? And I told him. And uh, I was like, that's actually mm-hmm. kind of bold of her. Like, she doesn't know us. She doesn't know what kind of bikers we are, right? Yeah. She doesn't like, know you're from a church group. <laughs> Like we could have just thrown down right there, but yeah, she was she was upset that there were motorcycles in the national park. Maybe this is not right of me, but I beg for opportunities like that in my life. Whenever they come along, I'm just well. Here's the thing: so I, <laughs> I think of that I too. Love it. But on this trip, I'm leading the group of guys in devotions every day. It's true. And I was talking about oh. like the first day was like how to, how to extend mercy to other people. Yeah. Like that's what we talked about. And so now we're getting tested. <laughs> that might be something that people don't realize. You know, we know it cause you've, you, you've preached, you've been a preacher. Yeah. Like, you know, I was raising a preacher house. People don't realize that what you are preaching about, you get tested. And that's on a it. way. Yeah. You get tested on it. And like, so it was immediate. I mean, I remember my dad, Cause I was really into like a occult stuff and like not, I wasn't in the occult, but like I was learning. Like, like wanted to know, yeah, you were intrigued. Know. Yeah. And I remember my dad saying, Hey, look, be careful what you're like getting into. Even yeah. if it's, you know, careful what you're preaching on, be careful. Like, cause yeah. so, uh, he had some stories. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll bring him in for the Halloween episode this year and yeah. have him share some of his Freak stories. Freak us all out. Yeah. It's but, good uh, you got a red light in the corner now. That's, right. that's freaking me out. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, we can turn all the lights out. We'll make it. Yeah, that'll be that's that, something to look forward to. Good idea. That's coming right up. <laughs> Basically, you watch me wet my pants on our live feed. Um, I can't believe that lady said that to you. Yeah, and so it's funny. Like I talked about mercy that first day, and and we get back on the road, and we stopped like at these amazing like overlooks, scenic overlooks, and would have a little chat. Yeah, and uh, and so I. Of course, something happens after every time, yep. and the and everybody has CBs on their bike, so you can talk to each other while you're riding. And so something happens on the road, and the lead guy gets cut off, like cut off, uh, and they hit the brakes, and he's like, yeah, you know, he throws his hands up, you know, and he's and he comes on the CB, he goes, they're testing my mercy up here. <laughs> <laughs> so, True. but it, it was a great trip, and and I mean, I'd do it again. I'd, I'd go tomorrow. If I yeah. had the opportunity, Glacier National Park. That it's on my number. It's my number one thing that I want to go. We to. We gotta go. That. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And I saw these crazy RVs on this trip. Oh they're, really? They're like like thirty inch mud tires on. Like they look like RVs that'll just ride through anything. Hmm. 
It was crazy. Like it's like a a big van type of RV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they're like four wheel drive, giant tires, and I'm I like, know what you're yeah, you about. could just kind of go wherever you want. That thing. I follow a couple people, but one guy in particular on Instagram that that's like his life is taking pictures, and so he has one of those. It's like a big red van kind of tra- yeah. transit vehicle, but right. put these big tires on. Yeah. It's crazy. It goes all over. Yeah, I mean, you could just drive wherever you want, whatever conditions, the snow, mud, like you'll just go. Yeah. It's pretty cool. This guy, because you went to Whitefish, right, Montana? We went, we started in Cody, Wyoming, and I don't remember what part of Montana we went to, but Glacier National Park's like 30 miles from the Canadian border yeah. at one point. So. so this guy, the guy was that I, that I follow, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, I'll try to remember for next week, but he... uh he could live anywhere. Like he, he's made enough money. He chose up there where where you were, right near Glacier National Park, yeah. I believe. Whitefish that was in the whole country because he's he's lived in North Carolina, yeah. Nashville, had beautiful houses, and just said, "Screw it, I'm going to Montana." It's crazy. It's I mean, you can't live in that national park, but it's like no, the most like beautiful a, yeah. place ever, and it's just waterfalls everywhere you look too. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Well. uh not to poo-poo on that story, but... Go ahead. Is Drop there anything worse <laughs> than bad internet? It is frustrating, isn't it? The internet here this week... Well, this past two weeks at uh, my office here, it's, like, so bad. You'll get into something, so like, oh, nope, you're done. You're done for 30 minutes. And then it'll come on for, like, five minutes, tease you, and then it's like, nope, It gets done. so bad, it's, like, worse than when you first got internet and it was dial-up. Because with dial-up... You kind of knew it was going to take forever and ever and ever to yeah. do something. And so you could start the process and go do something else. Dial-up, strangely more reliable sometimes <laughs> right? than Wi-Fi. Net zero. You remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've we've had some trouble at my office, too, and they've been calling. And I guess the, they like admitted. Yeah, last like for the last three weeks, uh, I think. Maybe it's all connected. And they admit they, it's hard to get the internet service provider to say, yeah, it's our fault, but it is. Oh, yeah. But man, and it's, and the hard part is it's not like it just gets slow. It just stops. Yeah. And then, as far as it is. And so we're all so reliant on it, right? Everything's cloud-based for us. Yeah. So I can't really do much in my office yeah. once it goes, because I can't access a lot of the files. I can't get to like the software yeah. that hosts all our photos. Yeah. Like there's not a lot. And so I can't communicate with the printer, <laughs> like, because it's all through the router. It gets, yeah, it's so dumb, but it shows you like. How quick we've become totally reliant on it, right? Yeah, I mean, I can't do anything without it. I like told it, Susan, you might as well work from home because... Uh, if we're home and the internet goes out and I'm not on a device, I know about it in three seconds because there's somebody going, what's wrong with the internet? Yeah. Right? Somebody's connected to something. Like, everything we watch on TV is streaming. Yep. Everybody, like your phone, everything you do is through... It's crazy how reliant on it. So it was kind of nice... On the trip, right? Like, there's a lot of places I didn't have internet access. Yeah. Like, I didn't have phone service, so the phone's not ringing. And it's not bad when, yeah, when you're playing, when you know, okay, I'm going somewhere where I may not have access. Right, when you're trying to work and, you're, and you're, oh, yeah. you have to be connected, and that's you're frustrating. A, yeah. You're in a small metropolis. Maybe we should go be park rangers. I'd be down. There's Started probably a waiting list. Two Broke Park Rangers podcast. <laughs> It'd be awesome. <laughs> I do have a major announcement. Really? That's the wrong. That sounds like a sounds like a sad announcement. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Chicken DJ, wings. Is that DJ Khaled? That's right. 
Chicken, another one. And another one. Chicken wings. Price has gone down. Really? Pre-pandemic prices. Is Pre-pandemic pricing on wings? I did read it on like MSNBC. Does that mean they're available? Yeah, I've, I've been seeing them. So what happened? I don't know. How do you how do you just have a chicken wing shortage for four months? Well, now we have such a plethora that we have more supply than demand. You did, know? Did you say plethora? Yeah. People think I'm not smart just because I don't look smart. Is it pronounced plethora? Plethora. Plethora. I like the plethora. I like, like how the the smart I was, and then you had to call out that I said it wrong. But I think I said it. I said it the way I wanted to say it, so yeah, I'm not wrong. It's the plethora. Plethora. Yeah. Plethora effect. I'm going to go make myself a quesadilla. <laughs> Because I have a plethora. So there's a there's excess chicken wings now. Excess chicken wings now, I guess. So the price has gone down. I might go get chicken wings on my way home then. I still want to try. Is it chicken wing stop? And you said it was no good. I, I mean, I went there the first week they opened. I know that's dangerous at a new restaurant because they haven't st- had stuff figured out. But man, I could not have been more disappointed than really? I was. Well, I, I had another friend that just went to one in Maryland and said the same thing. Like it was the worst wings they've had. The best wings I've ever had, America's best wings in the hood in well, in uh, Maryland, right outside of D.C. Yeah, I mean, hood wings are the best wings hands down. Fried hard. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. We had a place outside of our college that it was like everyone went there. I can't remember what it was called. Good luck Chinese or something like that. Wasn't wings, although they did sell wings, and they were everything was banging. But it was that thing where you spend five; it was like five bucks or yeah. something. And all the college kids went there because it was cheap. Mm-hmm. It was outside of College Park, so yeah, you know, we'd get kids from our school and then from University of Maryland. Right. It was so big; they give you so much food that couldn't have been chicken because they were only charging five bucks. They would staple the thing shut. They would staple Just to the, hold it. the styrofoam. Yeah. <laughs> there was another place oh, in the hood. So I think I mentioned it on the podcast, and I wonder if it's still there. Morty's Fried Chicken. Back in the day, my dad would pick up Morty's fried chicken on the way home, and it was just I would go good fried on chicken, the name it was alone. Good. It was good, good. Morty's anything. Yeah. <laughs> I would go. I'm yeah. in. I'm in on M. Right. Yep. That's how. I, I mean, when I pick like a pizza spot, I'm looking for kind of a greasy, dingy pizzeria because I yep. know that pizza is going to be Frank's amazing. Frank's Pizza. It's going to be good. That's right. It's going to be good. That's Frank. right. Yep. Frank, don't put his name on it if it ain't good. That's right. If it ain't good, he calls it just pizzeria. That's right. Or, Italiano Pizzeria or yeah. something. I don't want my name associated with that. Frank, he's like, put my name right there on the front. Put it on there because this good pizza to go. is banging. Yeah. I haven't had a good pizza in a while. I got the New York pizza a couple weeks ago. Did you? It's, I mean, it's the best around, but, man, it's a far cry from. We should, well, let's, let's hit Omaha because that, that is Frank's pizza yeah. in Omaha, right? Okay. I had better pizza in Omaha than Frank's pizza. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. I'll have to look it up. Oh, I was there with your wife. It was right the night before my dad's surgery. We we're all in Omaha. Oh, yeah. Oh, what was it called? I don't know. It was so good. Really? Oh, it was so good. I I, I prayed a whole pot myself. Oh, you know what I thought about the other day? You talked about going to see Top Gun Maverick mm-hmm. at the, what is it? 4D. 4D. Theater. And the closest one is Wichita. Yeah. Do you know I drove to Wichita a week and a half ago? Oh, really? Just down and back. You should have called. I would have gone with you. It was just for, I was picking up material for work that I could not find anywhere in the state. That's Sold out in the whole state. Closest place was Wichita, and I had to have it the next day. And I'm like, all right, I'm just, I'm going. It's one of those things where you you desperately do not want to do it. And I'm like, because it's like four hours. Oh, yeah. 
It took me four hours to get to the store. It took me 15 minutes to load the material. It took me four hours to get home. Oh, my god! And I had been at work for three hours already. Like, it was just You should have at least drove around and looked at BDK killer sites. BTK. Nope. No. Down and back. My wife thinks I'm weird because I'd like to do that. So I'd see where people died? No, it's just, you know, it's historical. I'd like to see his house. I'd like to, you know, that stuff fascinates me. So Who's, who's BTK? Uh, the the guy you don't know BTK so for th- like 30 years he was no one could find him he was killed sporadically yeah in Wichita really and then for he 30 years oh dude so he started in like I think it was the late 60s early 70s and would just get killed all, like his first killing was a whole family I'm sorry if you're a kid listening earmuffs first killing was Cover a whole ears, family and then like from there he would like a single mother and like all he was just around Wichita and no rhyme or reason just around town and then he took like the late 80s and 90s off and then <laughs> took it off like yes yeah. and then he came back started doing it again did and they then find him so here's the deal they found him in the mid 2000 I think 2003 2005 and what had happened was he was playing a game with the cops and he would leave like these cereal boxes because he's a serial killer. He would thought it was oh, funny. Yeah. He would leave notes and clues and stuff. And he really? was doing that around Wichita. So there would be just a stop sign with a cereal box taped to the back. And someone reported it and it would go to the news. And it was this whole thing. He's playing a game. Well, he got sick of doing the prep work. I mean, he's been doing it now. He, he has to be an old man, even if he started right. young. He's, so he asked the cops, he said, Tell me the truth. Don't lie to me. If I use a flop, uh, you know, this three inch floppy disk, like not the floppy ones, but right. the ones that yeah. said, if I use that to communicate with you, will you be able to trace me? And the cops said no. And of course they could trace it. Right. <laughs> so they first. I love, they, I love that he said, like, all right, you have to be honest with me on this one. He thought he, thought he would tell him the truth. And so they get, um, they get, he, puts a floppy in they get a computer guy he jumps right into the junk file finds out that this guy um is named dennis oh he's doing Rader. it from his home computer dude he's doing it from the church computer he was the president of a presbyterian church no way not only that he would kill people in the church basement dude oh is there a movie on this or what is it How there's do you know document there's documentaries and stuff like that and it's btk btk there's actually like a two-hour video. Where so that's how they caught him with the him. floppy disk? After years and years and years, that's how they caught him. Um, so did he get dude, he's in jail lethal injection? He had what? two kids that had grown up. Like he was a normal, he was a true, he was a boy. So the, <laughs> there was one night he was out as a Boy Scout leader with his uh, troop, his son's troop, and he went and killed somebody and came back in the same night out camping like he's crazy there are crazy people in this world and then he would go to church on sunday and be like that's nuts yeah he's crazy but i but it's one of those things where it's it's fascinating to me that you can be that way i mean he had stuff in his shed that from he would save stuff from all this oh man yeah he's crazy that's you didn't nuts. think we we're getting a serial killer truck. But anyway, Wichita. Right. That like, happened in Wichita. It would, I'd want to drive around. He's still in the jail there at Wichita. In fact, so the, the first family that he killed was uh, like a whole family except for the one son. The older son was at school or something after school. So he came home and found it. It was horrible. Uh. But now he drives by. He, he was in one of the documentaries I watched, and he said he gets to drive by the prison every day and look over. Because now he's in his 40s right. or 50s. Yeah. 
and he gets a look and <clears throat> see where the prison where his family's killers rotting away. Man, crazy dude. There are crazy, crazy people in this world. Yep, that's nuts. Hiding in plain sight too. Yeah, and got sick of doing cereal boxes, so went with a floppy disk. <laughs> He'd still be out there if he was sticking to the cereal uh, boxes. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Like how many people there was? There's one. I mean, he time. wanted to get caught, right? I he guess want, he aspired for the notoriety. He didn't want to be caught, but he wanted to be known. There's a YouTube video out there where he, he he's in court and they ask him to describe. He has to go through and describe it, and he does it in such a cold way. Just there's just nothing behind his eyes. No emotion. No emotion. Just goes through matter of factly. Yeah, I did this and I did that and I did. This. Like he didn't really know how to kill people. His first one, the first family, he didn't know how to do it. Uh, so he thought he killed him, and then they all woke up, <laughs> like running around. And he had to, yeah. It was, he had to rekill. He had to rekill him. Jeez. Oh, he's just such a weirdo, though. Um, so of all the things to bring up, because <laughs> I drove to Wichita, <laughs> you bring up the weirdest, most gruesome dude. I watch a lot of documentaries. Yeah, yeah, you do. He is a weird <laughs> dude, and he's if you look at him, you just think oh, he's a, he's off. He's off. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't have well, serial killers on my podcast. Thanks for sharing that, buddy. I watched another documentary last night. Do you remember, uh, is it Manti Teo? Quarterback? No. He was on defense. Um, oh, but he got catfished or something, He right? got catfished. He had a fake girlfriend, and the big story was, it was right before one of the championship games, he had just, he was up to win the Heisman Trophy, Yeah, and then his grandmother and his girlfriend got killed on the same day oh my gosh uh, in different his girlfriend on a car accident blah, blah, blah well his girlfriend they found out later he didn't even know never existed so it's a whole documentary on it he wasn't in on it he really got catfished wow I feel bad for him because you can tell he's just like a naive guy is he still just, is he in the nfl i think he is still in the Did nfl because he? he was in college when that happened yeah because yeah, he was up for the heisman but yeah that's crazy yeah, so you watch big, that doc a big deal it's good doc though it's on uh, Netflix, I think. Two-parter. Real good. It is football season. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Preseason, which is eh. But, man, I'm so excited for the games to start because it Me signifies too. all the things I love. I love football. I love football. Pumpkin spice latte. I don't like pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> I don't like pumpkin spiced anything, I don't, I don't think. A candle. Right. I'll take a candle. I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, the weather turning cool. Sweatshirts. Oh, sweatshirts. Dude, I love wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> I posted the other day. I prematurely. I saw. <laughs> I think it was Monday. I walked out. It's like crisp out. I'm like, it was crisp Monday good. morning. Yeah. I put a big old hoodie on. One that you got me actually. I'm wearing around. I get to my office and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm on a second level. Yeah. Cooking. It's muggy. Yeah. And I kept it on because oh, I'm like wishful thinking. Committed. Not gonna. Yeah, it's hoodie. It's hoodie time of the year. I'm calling it. Right. It was not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a t-shirt now and I'm sweating. Yeah, it's later. hot up here, man. Yeah, um, it gets hot. I normally have yeah, that fan going, but Sunday football. I really, really, I cannot. I can't bring myself to pull the trigger on the purchase. What is? Is it the? I want a 75 inch TV. Oh, for my because my living room's so long. Yeah, the way we have our furniture set up, it's so. We have a 55 inch TV. Yeah. It's old. Yeah. Right? I mean, it is by far one of the oldest flat screen TVs you can get. It yeah. weighs like 100 pounds. Yep. But it was free. It was yeah. a gift. It's high def. Like, and it was state of the art when you got it. Yeah. So it's still pretty good. Right. Yeah. It was the high, It was like one of the most expensive when it was yeah. new and somebody gave it to us. I mean, probably. What would you say when it was new? Like with the Six cost? grand. Yeah. So yeah. it's. Yeah. And now it's worth 
seventy five dollars, exactly, <laughs> or less. But I just and and look the obviously the definite even though it's high def, right? The definition on televisions yeah. have certainly gotten oh, better yeah. since then. And so I'll like walk through Walmart oh, and I'll see yeah. a seventy five inch TV and I'm like. Dude, oh, I want that thing in my living room. Every year they go down. And they're price. not. Yeah, they're like 500 bucks. I saw one for like $560. And I'm thinking, yeah. to watch football on that TV in my living room, would there'd be n- no better way to watch that game, but it's f- still $500. I like, bought one because I had to because my kid threw a ball and broke oh, all the one. Oh, that's right. And so I bought one like three years ago. Yeah. And even then they were, I think I spent like 700 and it wasn't a 75 inch. And yeah. Least, and every year I walked through, I'm like, they're getting better cheaper. and cheaper, yeah. better and cheaper and bigger. Like I don't s- like ours. Ours has a little issue in one of the corners. It's at it since we where it gets dark sometimes. Oh, yeah. And it's been that way since we got it. I feel like it was probably a floor model that they oh, sold us yeah. or something, but I'm too cheap to be like doing anything about right. it. So. so, yeah, I don't know. I can't do it. I don't know how to watch the games anymore because I think now they're not doing the NFL app thing. I think you got to buy. Uh, I get NFL Sunday ticket. Oh, you bought it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. But I stole our nephew's identity to do it, <laughs> so I right. get it cheap. Because <laughs> if you're a college student, it's like... How do I, I do that? It's like 35 bucks or something. What is it if you're not a college student? Like $400. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, because I've looked in... I'm, I don't... I think it was 30 bucks a month, and the season's four months long or something. Yeah. But that's the only way I can get my team on TV. I can't spend 400 bucks, but i got to figure out a way to watch the games this year because they're doing something different where it's not all on the app. And yeah. I mean, I can watch someone like – I think I think Amazon Prime's getting several. I'll help you steal somebody's identity. Okay. <laughs> I got you. I'm pretty sure you should announce on our podcast. Why? They don't Especially know whose identity. Frankie Down's listening. Of course, he could probably – Is he, he law enforcement? I don't know what he does, honestly. It's all still Nobody pretty, knows what he does. Yeah, nobody knows. Apparently, he's got beautiful feet. I don't – he posted something on Facebook this evening when you were prepping and you're like, I'm what I'm looking at Facebook on you on your time. Yeah. I popped Facebook open and it was Frankie Down, Downs post saying that his podiatrist, podiatrist told him he's got beautiful feet. He, he's like George Cassandra. You could be a foot model. <laughs> Look at these hands. <laughs> that reminded me earlier when you're like, I'm going to Wichita. You ever yeah. see that friends episode where he pretends he's trying to get away from his girlfriend? I have no knowledge of friends. Really? Episodes, yeah. So he has this really annoying girlfriend that he's basically decides I need to break up with her. Yeah. And so he tells her he's getting transferred to Yemen. <laughs> and so it gets to the point where he's leaving. He's not really going to Yemen yeah. and he gets to the airport and she follows him. And then he has basically calls bluff. <laughs> and at the end of the episode, he gets on a plane to Yemen. He's like, going to Yemen. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, that's a good show, though. You don't like Friends? Not a big Friends I, fan? Well, I mean, I have not watched it recently, but I wasn't a fan of it when it was on. I think it was a bonding thing for Susan and I. Oh, uh, okay. Because I'm not sure I was that much of a fan early, and then when we started dating, I watched it, and we watched it to the end. I mean, I'm just, I could watch The Office every day, although right now I'm back on Parks and Rec because I love Ron Swanson. Yeah. Ron Swanson is my spirit animal. I did that last year. I took a break from The Office. In fact, I haven't watched for two years The Office. Yeah. And I took a break and watched Parks and Rec, although I got to like the second to last season and never finished. But Just everything about Ron Swanson. That's who I am in real life. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's true. Uh, yeah, I like it. Yep. You got a mustache. You go, wait. Um, yeah, mustache, the love of meat. You take pictures of your steaks. You just say what's on your mind. Yeah. Bacon. Yep. 
bacon, all the meats. All the, yeah, everything about them. I think it's funny. So Christoph teaches our Sunday school and uh, and like our adult Sunday school. And there's a lot of people there that are into clean eating oh, and yeah. salads. I mean, we right. got some health nuts in that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're living right. Always talking about your diet and how you do not eat vegetables. And I can always. Right. They taste like dirt. It disgusts them. Yeah. They're horrified. <laughs> They're horrified yeah. by you. And I love it. Yeah. I love the confliction happening there. <laughs> um, I, speaking of confliction, I was at McDonald's earlier. And. Uh, do you order on the app? I you got to get the points. I got a. I got a free mocha frappuccino. That's right. That's the way to do it. It's gonna In fact, I thought about, so I, <laughs> I told you I had a free pizza yeah. today. So I was hungry. I had an hour drive to go look at a house that was damaged by a fire. I'm like, I'm so hungry. And normally I don't eat lunch during the, like I don't eat during the day. Yeah. I just have a drink and I have Tic Tacs. Like that's my addiction. Tic Tacs and so diet So you're soda. almost fasting already. You just got to drink water and not eat Tic Tacs. I hate water. I do too. I hate it. I <laughs> My diet right now is black coffee in the morning and water until 5. That's what I do every day. And I cut off at 10. That is sad. It's sad. It is sad. I, can't, I need flavor. I need flavor in my life. Yeah. But anyway, I'm like, I got to go look at this thing. It's you an digest. hour drive. I got to eat. I don't have to eat. But I want to eat. Yeah. But I don't want to pay That's my to whole eat. life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to. I live in town. I could just go to my house and make a sandwich. And I'm like, nah, I'm just going to go unless I have something free on an app. So I go to the Domino's app. I have a free pizza. I had a whole pizza <laughs> for lunch while I was driving. I see no problems. <laughs> you, ever, you ever you ever, just not eat because it's just too much of a hassle? You're, you're like, well, it's too late. It's 9, 9.30. At night, Everything's yeah. closed. Like if I haven't had dinner and it's late and yeah, I'm like, am I going to do it? peanut butter. Yeah. I'm just not going to eat. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll convince myself to go go to sleep. Yeah, it's a hard conversation with myself, though. <laughs> right? So like, anyway, you're going to be fine. You won't. You'll make it through. Just go to sleep. I was at McDonald's, and I witnessed a double offender. So I witnessed a guy. I noticed because I was behind him pulling into the McDonald's, and he had no license plate. And I immediately, I just hate that there's so many people around here with no. You're the bugs. Yeah. There's loud. so many people around here. That, but that's the law. You got 30 days to get a plate on your car. Just, it's just weird. Yeah, it's just it is weird. weird. That there's so it's very weird. Is there that many people buying cars? I think not. Probably not. Uh, um, so anyway, he pulls in, he goes around like like because I go all the way around our McDonald's and then I park in the mobile. Oh lane yeah, yeah. Where they'll bring it out to you. Right. I just skip that every time. So I thought that's what he was doing. He's going around. Nope. He gets around half of the McDonald's and ducks into lane two. Just totally. And it was a long oh, line. Oh really? Just cut everybody off. Just ducked right into lane two. People and get upset? Oh, no. Oh, not really? one. I would have. I mean, I've almost gotten in fight twice with people at that very McDonald's. And we've talked about I that. like that you're ready to fight at a McDonald's drive through That is one thing. <laughs> I When it's just blatant, when you're just blatantly doing something yeah, that to level screw of people disrespect, over, yeah. there's nothing that makes me matter. <laughs> and there's nothing that sets me. Like, you know, I'm a man of peace. I'm a man of the cloth. <laughs> I will... <laughs> I I will fight you in a McDonald's drive I will fight you at a McDonald's and I almost have twice. And it just sets me off. I don't know why. There's something. There's certain things that just set me off. And that is one of them where it's just like, you just cut in front of all those people. You're an adult person. Right. I love that. I'm a Double man of offender. peace. But I will fight you in a McDonald's drive through It was rough. That's good. So that happened today. It happened a scant three hours ago. Really? Yeah. Did you say something to him? No, because I was just pulling. Oh, because it, it like didn't affect you. Yeah. Didn't affect you directly. Well, I not even you. that. 
even if it didn't, I'll stick up for the little man. Yeah. But I was already halfway around him, and oh, yeah. it was a whole thing. So right. I was like, I'm not going to block everybody to get out right. and call this dude out. Yeah. I did get him out. a glance from the back of my truck, like an unapproving Just get out look. and kick his side view mirror off. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Had you not been there. Oh, man. Um, you got anything else to cover tonight? I think we kind of got it caught up. We should be. It's uh, the, this is a catch up episode. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, we're back to our regular scheduled. Yeah, program. back to your regular programming. So, so you can look forward to this happening. Uh, on and, a, you know, it's all about everything getting back into a regular schedule. That's what's happening right now. Kids back to school. Right. You're back in your office. Back to life. Back to reality. Back to the podcast. So we'll see you again next week. Keep it on. The gooch gooch, baby. Bye bye. <laughs>